0: It is 5 o'clock somewhere, and you've tuned into Season 2, Episode 4 of BRC. For those of you who'd like to watch this episode, I highly recommend it. We're live and in person on the Emerald Isle. You can view Season 2 on our website, YouTube, and Spotify. In today's Whiskey Whereabouts, I meet up with Bernard Walsh at the famous Sweeney's Pharmacy in Dublin, Ireland. We catch up on everything going on since the lockdown, including why he wanted to meet at a pharmacy, and what that pharmacy has to do with author James Joyce. And lastly, we get to taste some wonderful drams. Stay tuned! Dram diaries is up next there are many famous people who come from ireland one of the most notable is author james joyce james joyce was born on february 2nd 1882 in brighton square a suburb just south of dublin james was the oldest of 10 children and had somewhat of a comfortable childhood even though his father john joyce drank a lot and was irresponsible with money joyce's mother may was catholic and 10 years younger than his father She died in 1903, when James was only 20. In 1904, James met his future wife, Nora Barnacle, who he stayed with his entire life, but never married until 1931. Joyce, longing to live in Europe, took Nora with him, and they began their lives in Italy. For ten years, he and Nora lived in Terrestre, where he developed a pattern of life similar to his father. He was always in debt, always borrowing money, and he drank heavily. Chamber Music, Joyce's first collection of poems, was published in 1907, in 1909, He returned to Dublin with his son and retained a contract for the publication of his short stories called Dubliners. Unfortunately, publishing the short stories would take several years. It was said that the publishers found the stories crude and too personal. Even many of Joyce's acquaintances, which several of the characters were based on, objected, saying that they were portrayed in a poor light. In 1912, James left Dublin for good and went back to Italy. In 1913, he had a letter from Ezra Pound, who offered James help to get his work published. This was a turning point for Joyce. Dubliners was finally published in 1914, which was the same year that the Joyce family moved to Zurich due to the war. In 1915, Miss Harriet Shaw Weaver took over a magazine that serialized one of Joyce's earlier works, A Portrait of the Artist as a Young Man. Weaver decided to publish the full book, since no one else would, and started to support James for years to come. While in Zurich, James's eyesight started deteriorating and would gradually worsen for the rest of his life. In 1920, Ezra Pound had paved the way for the Joyce family to move to Paris. At the time, Paris was a lively center for the literary world. At a bookshop named Shakespeare and Company, James met Sylvia Beach, an American who ran the shop. She took to Joyce, and would become key in his future publishing and selling of his works. It was through Miss Beach that James met F. Scott Fitzgerald, Hemingway, and many other literary greats of the time. Although Joyce had already started publishing Ulysses in a serial form in a New York magazine called The Little Review, it was not yet published as a novel. Unfortunately, in 1920, complaints about the series began trials and censorships regarding the book that would go on for the next 20 years. However, the book was published on a subscription basis by Sylvia Beach in 1922. The public's reaction to the book was both obscene and a work of genius. After the subscription release, James began writing Finnegan's Wake, which he completed in 1938 and published in 1939. On January 13, 1941, James Joyce died of a perforated ulcer at the age of 58. To learn more about James Joyce, visit BarrelRoomChronicles.com and read the show notes for today's episode. Up next, I'm live with Bernard Walsh at Sweeney's Pharmacy in Dublin, Ireland, in today's Whiskey Whereabouts. Like what you've seen on BRC? Want to see more? experience more, and maybe even taste more, then head over to our Kofi site and become a member of the Barrel Room Parlor. By choosing the Copper Level Membership, you'll have exclusive access to videos related to topics discussed on the podcast and blog posts for members only. As an Amber Member Level, you'll enjoy everything from our Copper Level as well as various spin-off series including The Cutting Room Floor and Kindred Spirits. In addition, the Amber Membership includes exclusive discounts to live in-person events. To join, visit www.barrelroomchronicles.com and click on Become a Member in the navigation bar. Or go straight to our Kofi site at ko-fi.com slash brc and click on the membership link. Once you've joined, you'll have access to everything your chosen level has to offer. You'll even be able to participate with the show by commenting on videos and other posts. Don't wait. Sign up today for exclusive content and event discounts in the Barrel Room Parlor. Hello, good evening and good afternoon to those watching and listening from wherever you're fi- finding our show today. I'm here in live and in person at Sweeney Pharmacy here in Ireland, in Dublin, Ireland, with the great, great, great Bernard Walsh.
1: Thank you, Kerry. <laughs> I, want a little bit real. I love um, to play with my toys. It's yeah, it's yeah, lo- lovely to be here. and. Because for the first season, we, uh, you know, you were in the US, I was here, it was COVID, uh, so we couldn't actually sit across the counter right. with some nice whiskey, so we, we had to improvise. But I th- thought we, we carried it off okay.
0: I think we did. So, so many things have happened s- since last we spoke. Yeah. So, I know that The Irishman has rebranded.
1: That's correct.
0: Definitely new bottles, love them. Look at these, look at these, look at these. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. And I'm finally going to get to try the redhead uh, that I that he's been telling me about for so long because I could never get it in the states. So I'm very excited about that. Um, so tell me, what new and exciting things have been going on with Walsh whiskey since last we spoke? Ooh,
1: well, uh, where do we start? So obviously we 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 got we got through COVID, but uh, it, it was uh, you know an incredible time for whiskey through COVID, and um, you know we found at Walsh whiskey. Uh, People were actually trading up to try better drams, and it was fantastic for the smaller boutique uh, whiskey companies out there like ourselves. So, um, you know, we, we, we really uh, enjoyed that. Uh, it was almost a more intimate time with people where we got, you know, there was a lot of video conferencing uh, tastings done, uh, which normally you wouldn't get a chance because traveling, uh, you, there's only so many places you can right. be at one time. So, you know, we really connected with a lot of people in in, in the different continents uh, where, where we market our, our whiskies. Um, I suppose the f- first thing to say is uh, in November last year, so we um, uh, would have spoken in the summer last year mm-hmm. and had our uh, th- that first episode. Uh, in November last year, we were approached by quite a large uh, drinks firm called Amber Beverage, um, who loved our whiskies so much they bought us and you know after 22 now 23 years uh on the road uh, it's been a, an amazing journey and it's now kicking on to a whole new level so that's that's opened up so many opportunities for us at Watch whiskey and delighted also for all the guys and gals who worked with us and continue to work with us you know everybody just got a lift from that and um if you like it's it's like thumbs up you, you you're doing a great job these uh, Amber beverage really believe in us and uh very entrepreneurial company and uh, they've opened up a whole new world to us so we can talk more and on about that so that's yeah. that's been really exciting um uh then we had hatching i actually i remember in our first episode we tasted um or we we had a, a small reference to the irishman and it was the mm-hmm. old pack and uh yep. um i hope you like the new bottle
0: i do it's yeah. gorgeous
1: so it's a you know bespoke especially commissioned for the irishman um uh, you know it's been 2 years in the making uh covid you know was a challenge to get it through but this is, if somebody said, well, what, we, what were you doing during COVID? This is what we were doing, you know, working on new designs, new plans, and to not only have a beautiful bottle, but also have something that we can get down the production line, a bottling line. Right. Uh, these, these are, the, you know, uh, people don't think about this, but, you know, handling uh, bottles. And, you know, there was even this bottle is slightly tapered. So people say, oh, you know, it's going to fall coming down the line. And we had to, ca- uh, you know, where's the counterweight on this and so forth. Um, but, you know, it, the Irishman, uh, if you like, was our first baby, uh, the right. first whiskey we brought to market. So very dear to us, and we really wanted to tell more of the story. Um, simple cues on the bottle, but you know, uh, for the first time we have Braille. I don't know if you can see that here, but you know, yes. Braille on the label, and it's that's just a connection uh, to, uh, I suppose, my introduction to whiskey, which uh, at a very very young age, my my. My grandparents uh, enjoyed a drop, Um, and I I distinctly remember as a kid growing up, you know, unfortunately my grandfather was blind, and my grandmother would take him for a a pre-dinner walk up the avenue. We lived down a long lane uh, in in the middle of Tipperary, and uh, so, you know, every day this constitutional walk up and down, and then sit down by the fire, and he'd have his little drop. And I always got the little lickings at the the glass at the end. That was my first, uh, you know, wee taste uh, of whiskey. And I wanted just to 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 reflect that by putting, you know, the Braille on there because growing up there was always Braille, the globe, the books, everything, you know, you could touch and feel. And uh, it really, you know, it interested me. Yeah. So
0: what does the Braille say on here?
1: The Braille says the Irishman. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. And, you know, giving more detail um, because uh, when we started out twenty two years ago there wasn 't a lot of detail put on bottles uh, The, the uh, demand was not there for that the, the enthusiasm that we have now for whiskey did not exist then it right. 's uh, to the same level so, so now you know people are are more inquisitive and want to know, so we want to tell them more and that 's what we try to do um, on on each of our on each of our bottles now
0: I love them they 're gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous. So that's the new packaging for the Irishman. Yes. I hear you also have something Irishman related, coffee related and Dingle related.
1: Ah. You if 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 I if I hear right, you were spotted in Dingle recently. I was. Uh, I was in
0: Dingle at a at a pub called Dick Max.
1: Dick Max. Yeah. Uh. One of my fa- one of my favorite pubs anywhere in the world. I always love getting down to Dingle and to Dick Max, and it's um, run and owned by uh, Finn MacDonald down there. He does just super job, uh, along with his colleagues down there, Peter White. They've they've created a fantastic whiskey collection. Um, you know, if you really want to find some unusual Irish whiskey drams, they just have get, everything. They've got everything, uh, and little tinctures and bottles is, is, just, is just superb. Um, every you know. <laughs> for the last while you know every year we try to do you know um something we love the beers that they make um and uh, you know we've carried out some collaborations in the past where uh we did the um they had a a seaweed ipa beer uh, seaweed seaweed, it it was absolutely gorgeous wow Uh, and we took the barrel and we uh for for that it was a a writer's tears um uh, so it was a writer's tears maturation where we do a finish uh with their beer barrel. so we bring down our barrel so they're getting uh the benefit uh Great. of either the writer's tears in the barrel or the Irishman in the wood I mean and like, then they return after they've uh their beer has matured and uh, ready for bottling so it and typically it starts this time of year in the autumn uh last year it was a brownberry ale oh. um and uh absolutely just divine just divine very fruity lots going on and uh, it was a real success for them it it sells out very quick down there so it's fresh beer um and uh, you gotta be in early uh, peter and finn drove the bar up the road in their little car with the barrel in the back and uh, dropped it to ourselves where we filled it and let left it there to rest uh for a, for a year or so and um yeah the results are stunning unfortunately we never have enough um so and it, uh, this year, uh, we most of uh, most of the bottles were made available to um, a whiskey society um, in Carlow. Uh, we've done the Irish Whisky Society in previous and the Dick Max Boys. Uh, so we, you know, we try to be fair and uh, each year allocate it maybe to the different societies nice. that have been been you know loyal to irish whiskey uh so it's a great project the one of my favorites was a coffee stout which we did so um and it was the irishman uh, uh, finished in a, a coffee stout barrel and that was absolutely gorgeous still to this day probably taste wise was just the most stunning it was the most difficult one though however to to bottle because it was quite cloudy and murky. You oh, can yeah. imagine what's coming out of the wood with the coffee with the stout, and um, it it took us an age to clean up. Of course, and each time you're you know you're losing you're losing strength. If you're flavor, trying to fill. Yeah. Exactly. So we got to a certain point and we said, if we keep going at this, you know, yeah, it'll be clean, but we'll have lost a lot of flavor. But at the moment, you know, we can't. I'm not going to put this on the shelf because people will say, oh, there's something wrong. Right. The Whiskey Society put their hand up straight away and said, no, no, we love this. We'll (laughs) take this. And, uh, yeah, we went with it and it was just the most gorgeous drum. Yeah. That's great. So working with Dick max, uh, we love it. Uh, we, you know, we're, we're now hatching plan for, uh, the current, uh, brew that they're they're working on. So, um, watch this space.
0: So how do you get to, uh, can somebody call you up and say, Hey, next time I want to be on a waiting list to get one of those bottlings. How do you Uh, do that?
1: Uh, well, it's typically because it's only one barrel; uh, it's not going to go far. So, typically, uh, we we sort of do it within the Irish community here as as a you know thanks and um, for supporting uh, Irish whiskey. So, give them something that's not, uh, that's not widely really available. Up, right? You know, if I if I start putting putting a couple of cases into into the U.S. and a couple into Canada, yeah, you know, it's not going to key. It's not going to satisfy anybody. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, listen, uh, we're always open. People always call us and then we discuss, and uh, if we can, we'll help out.
0: Great. Yeah. So let's talk about Writer's Tears a little bit. Yes. What is new with Writer's Tears? Um, and, well, also the reason why we are here today in this pharmacy. Um, James yes, it's place. an unusual place it to It is be. an unusual place. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I got a call from your people and they said, we're going to meet at uh, Sweeney's Pharmacy. And I thought, a pharmacy? And then I got here and I'm like... This looks like a bookstore. I'm so confused, <laughs> um, but now I get it. So please yes. do tell me about um, the relationship with Writers' Tears and Sweeney's Pharmacy and James Joyce. Uh,
1: we are in this uh, landmark uh, Sweeney's Pharmacy here, uh, just on Lincoln Place in Dublin. Uh, any of the your listeners and viewers, I'd encourage them if you're in Dublin, you know, drop in here, uh, meet PJ and the gang, super people. Uh, but uh, this. The the, the history here, it reeks of history. And you you can tell when you came in the door, the smells, the bottles, the tinctures. uh, There's some old uh, uh, prescriptions and drawers here, the old ledger books. It's almost like, you know, the the, the Marie Celeste when they walked out of the pharmacy. And I'm going to say February 2009, the pharmacy closed. And, you know, it's been it's been running for, you know, Hundreds so of the years. So the pharmacy pharmacist.
0: was a pharmacy until yep. just a, a few years exactly. back. Exactly. But this wow. pharmacy
1: is uh, is well known because of its uh, links to Joyce, um, Joyce's time in Dublin and the book Ulysses, where Mr. Bloom, uh, the main character in Ulysses, actually comes in here to Sweeney's and he's um, obviously sent on an urn. Um, uh, and forgets what he's here for and ends up going out with a bar of lemony soap. And I think we have somewhere here. Look oh, at look that. At look that. at that. Well, you can even smell it through the lovely old wrapper. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. So if you come in here, you have to leave with a bar of lemony soap.
0: Well, that smells delicious.
1: But when the, um, the farms closed in 2009, um, a lot of uh, uh, Joyce in, uh, enthusiasts, scholars you name it came together to say no no we want to, we we need we need to rescue this place we need to keep this, this this is culturally very important for the irish and they were very brave people and they have been in here ever since selling uh, l- amazing books uh, not just joyce um uh, just a, it's a great place to come and spend uh, some time uh, buy a book support the cause even buy a little bar of lemon soap and uh but things got tough and um we through a friend a mutual friend uh got in touch with uh pj and uh the, the guys here at sweeney's and so we've stepped up and we're uh, helping them you know pay the rent and uh, uh keep everything as it should be because this sweeney's knee is a gem needs to be protected
0: it's great it's really cute i walked in and i was like i just stepped back in time this is so fantastic yeah
1: yeah no it's It's great. And they're open 365 days a year on Christmas day. You can come in here and you can have a drop of riders tears from under the counter. They've always got a wee bottle here. So don't forget to ask.
0: So when we got here, I walked in, I was looking around, I met PJ. And then right after that, um, this French couple came in and PJ starts speaking French and then he starts singing in Gaelic. And I was like, man, this guy's got, he's at least three languages in five minutes. Um, then he left and this crowd of people came in and did a book reading. And I was like, is this what happens here every day? This is fantastic.
1: Every day a, a book reading, and you can come and join. You can read a line, a paragraph, or just sit and listen. Uh, everybody can partake. It, it's wonderful. Uh, you know, you're going to meet Japanese, American, uh, Italian, you name it. Polish people. You'll meet them here. Um, and I must, yeah. Are the I think there, there are some French here as we as we talk, and the French have been great supporters. Yep. In fact. Uh, President Macron was in here only last year. Oh really? Yes.
0: Wow. Yeah. All right, so are we going to taste these bad boys?
1: I think so. We've, All right, well, uh, should, we, we've should we start so with? I'm, I'm going to um, start uh, with the redhead because you've been waiting a long time. For I it. So have. Now re- Riders Tears Redhead is now in the US, which the last time we spoke uh, we were just about getting it uh, out on ship, um, COVID didn't help us, but right. we got it there. It's there. So you you need to taste. Yes, I
0: do. Oh, I've been waiting so long for this. I can't wait. And it's a beautiful red color too. Thank
1: you. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Look at how nice and red that is.
1: So of course, the um, the redhead, the red hue coming from... The sherry. Oh,
0: yeah, I can smell that sherry.
1: Yeah, coming from the sherry barrel that it spends. It, it's uh, so it's entirely matured in sherry butt, and uh, so this is not a finish. Um, it is slightly stronger than Brothers Tears copper pot. So this is f- at forty six. Okay. Yeah, swancha. All right, here we go. Welcome, to Sweeney's. Fantastic.
0: Oh, that's so good.
1: That is, I'm, oh, mm.
0: it's gonna make Do right, we just say so cut good.
1: now, and mm. we'll uh, yeah, let's cheers, drink, drink, drink. <laughs>
0: mm. Oh, that's great. I am a big mm. sherry, sherry person with ah, the whiskey, so that,
1: that isn't that just it oh. really.
0: This might be my new favorite sherry, a mm. sherry whiskey.
1: Yeah, which you know, there's there's a lot of sherry whiskeys from maybe the Scottish side, not so much from the Irish right. side. There's a number of finishes from the Irish side, but we wanted to showcase, you know, what a great Irish whiskey can be fully matured in sherry and being very conscious that, you know, we want the Irish whiskey to shine more than it, it, this is right. a, this is not a sherry bomb. We want the Irish whiskey. to shine. <laughs> no, So you really yes. get that lovely, that Rider's tears signature in there, but you've got those lovely sweet notes and the, the red hue. That's great. Yeah.
0: Okay. What's next here?
1: so next now this is new as well so uh, you asked you know what what were we doing since we last met so yes now you've got um redhead in the us since we last met we've now shipped uh, to the us as well and i'm uh, the uh, Rider's tears single pot still okay so this is a, a lovely wee dram. and the reason why i i went with it uh, the redhead first is because this bad boy here is a little bit more spice in here oh. as, as a full single pot still so um i didn't want to n-
0: to, to over overshoot yeah. the, the yeah. taste buds there. Yeah, here we go. Thank you. We okay, voila! Well, the nose is quite different from each from the last one.
1: So, <clears throat> uh, again, you know, it's uh, a little pep in a step here with forty six. So. Um, this is if, so a so single pot still, uh, your your trademark uh, bourbon cask, but for its last year, PX. So Pedro Jimenez, um, and we just we think this is a lovely combination. I love the spicy notes you get in pot still, but my sweet tooth always is harky. Let's let's try and give it a little sweetness.
0: Right. Mm. Oh wow.
1: Very different. Um, more it's very so, smooth, more robust. Very there's, uh, creamy. there's body there's, there's a lot this is a almost a big body whisky. It's
0: got it's um it's got an earthy earthy grassy flavour.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, it's so smooth. It's like I'm putting cream in my mouth. Yeah. This, uh, oh, that's fantastic.
1: Can you like if we had the, the tasting glass you would see it clinging to the mm-hmm. side a little bit more as sort well of clawing. Mm. Oh wow! But isn't that so? You're That's getting fantastic. the spicy notes that you would associate with a pot still, but there's a, the it's PX like gives it that lovely, very
0: very pump. creamy and oily on the palate, the and then a little spice kick in the back. Yeah, it's fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah. notice wow. I love the, the balance in that. And these are so Riders Tears, uh, Single Pot Still, and Redhead are now in the U.S. So fantastic. Yeah, we've finally gotten there. It's it, from inception, when we talk about these concepts with you and then we, we taste from the barrel and then we, we have a, it bottled, it's a whole other thing getting it to market yeah. and uh, getting it on shelf.
0: Especially the last three years. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm sure half of it's still sitting in the ocean liner, you know, outside <laughs> of the port of LA. <laughs> um,
1: well, they, we, I can tell you uh, both have landed uh, and they went into Oakland and they are now um, making their way around to shelves across 50 states. So there's not a lot when you see it,
0: Uh, Maybe I need to head back to Oakland and go say (laughs) hi to the family and say, excuse me, I've got to go get a few bottles. (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about the Irishman. Now you changed the bottles. Did you change anything else with the liquid? Do you have any new expressions here?
1: So yeah, a a bit about, so we've, um, the, the Irishman whiskey is a super whiskey, but we always felt maybe that the package never. Maybe did a service. So somebody said to me, "Listen, you've got you know Rolls Royce liquid there in the Irishman, but you know uh, the Volkswagen car is not really uh, helping." So uh, and we and I push back. I push back against that because you know I love the old tradition look and the and I the Irishman so. majored on that because single single malt is its focus and it's traditional and it's old style. Um, but eventually, eventually, you know, uh, it got to us. and We said, no, no, we, OK, let's do something special and, you know, give it a special bottle. But, you know, uh, we, I, we really wanted to, this is laying down roots for the Irishman. This is uh, a serious investment in, in, in New brand because it's a bespoke bottle, especially. So we, we and we've got um, embellished uh, the, the, the glass with uh, some text here on the Irishman on the back we've got the date established 1999 and again i, I mentioned earlier you know we're, we're uh, and i'm gonna to have to put my glasses on that helped so enough,
0: do I? they all say the same thing on the bottom here
1: they do yes so is the
0: same on the back i'm trying to Bertie, so we're showing our age with our glasses I know the I, need of our glasses <laughs> <laughs> once you turn 40 people this is what happens
1: yeah so you're talking about you know. Um, Barley, which you would you would assume, but not everybody knows that you know, or whiskey, and in this case, it's the Irishman Single Malt is made from um, and distilled from 100% barley. Uh, the casks used bourbon and so sherry, so approximately half and half of each, and uh, the, the uh, type of oak, uh, which is uh, American oak, and uh, so each for each uh, expression. We try to give a little bit more detail. And you've got there um which is a new release which is now again in the US, Yay. fresh off the boat. So um the Irishman uh, Caribbean cask has actually landed in the US, so we're really, really thrilled to Great. get a new expression of the Irishman range into market. Uh, Again,
0: I'm heading to Oakland right now.
1: <laughs> a fantastic collaboration uh, in St. Lucia, the uh, St. Lucian Distillery. Oh, okay. um, they make brands um, and rum like Chairman's Reserve. So beautiful age drums and they were kind enough to work with us on this and again through covid we managed to be doing things while well we can't get out uh but you know the guys over in st lucia uh, arranged for us to pick up some casks we brought them to ireland and um we you know finished the uh the irish man in these beautiful casks and the taste. It's it's got a hint of the Caribbean. Nice. Again, not rum, but you know we just want that hint. So maybe you'll have a little drop. Sure, sure. Yeah.
0: So tell me about the the eye of here. I'm assuming this is for Irish. That's this right. This is a new a new logo guy. And then I also noticed um, I don't know if you guys can all see this. Let's try this, but it's on the bottom of the bottle.
1: Can yeah. So that? this is um yeah, a new icon. You know, we never really had an icon for the Irish man, and uh, Riders Tears has its teardrop, oh, which you'll all be familiar with. And uh, it's got now, some
0: coconut on the nose.
1: Uh huh. I don't.
0: I don't usually get coconut on the nose. I mean, I know it's Caribbean, but
1: yeah. Oh, that's good. It's such fun with this.
0: Okay, here we go. Wow. Wow. That-
1: The rum note is there. The rum note is there. It's it's like a raisiny rum note. Mm -hmm. um,
0: You're Right. It smells like coconut, tastes like raisins, and then it's got a very subtle pop finish of mm. spice. Mm. But it takes a while to get. It's like a lingering finish that all of a sudden, like way later, you feel. This is a real you you know for
1: fall for autumn. This uh, this sits really well Mm. with me.
0: Yeah. Delicious. And how long have you had that expression?
1: Um, this is out over a year, but again, it, it um, never uh, made it to the US because of COVID and delays, and, but we finally have it there. So Fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah, we're really uh, thrilled. So, you know, a lot of work uh, gone on over the past couple of years. And, and even when I spoke to you last uh, summer, um, 2021, I'm always slow to tell you what's coming down the line because sometimes it just, for whatever reason, whether it's the barrel doesn't work out or the ship doesn't land. So I'm always slow to, um, uh, so we, you know, like to well, I'll over just keep deliver giving on you the my promise. address
0: and you just send it straight to me.
1: Yes. You well, know. well, nobody for, will tell the authorities. <laughs> for sure. There's going to be uh, a few bottles making their way from Oakland to, uh, your address. yeah.
0: All right. Now we've got the last one, the single malt last, Irishman. Last
1: but not least. So as part of um, the the rebranding and everything, we we, we wanted to re-emphasise the Irishman's focus on single malt. Um, we all know our friends across the pond in Scotland do a wonderful job with their single malts. And for the last 30, 40 years, they've really elevated single malts to be uh, just a jewel in their crown. Right. Um, we wanted to challenge that in a nice way, that, hey, hold on a second, we've been making single malt here in Ireland for as long, and some people say even longer, yeah.
0: We actually went to Kilkenny Castle this morning to, Cal- look, to, to look for the Red Book of... <sighs> Ossery. Uh, uh, yes. And they said it's not there. But that is proof that the Irish were first. Yes. The Red Book of London. It's discovered here at Kilkenny Castle. It's an important book for the whiskey world because it's the first written word with recipe to the precursor of whiskey. So the age-old question, where did whiskey begin, Scotland or Ireland, is now answered. It's Ireland. Unless, of course, Scotland comes up with something. We'll see.
1: The Red Book of Austria is actually here in Dublin.
0: That's yes, that's what they told us. So we have to try to
1: go. So you yes, you can arrange a a sort of special viewing one on one. It can be done. Uh, But next year, twenty twenty four, will be the seven hundred year anniversary, and the Red Book will be brought back to Kilkenny. (gasps) So uh, please put it in your diary. But uh, yeah, so um, thirteen twenty four. I think we've got you know quite a few years on the Scots in that one. I think so. But we again back to the Irishman. Uh, focusing on single malt you know well let's let's show the world what we can do at the irish in single malt so um, we've got a beautiful single malt here triple distilled um double barrel bourbon and sherry so uh, just you know a night a lovely balancing of, of the whiskies here uh, and then through the range we re- we ladder up to a 12 year old um which is predominantly first fill uh we go on to a, a An amazing seventeen-year-old Irishman. I don't know if you had tried that, but it's something that we have to bring for the next edition. The the seventeen is uh, seventeen years minimum in sherry, and it is oh, it's a dream. I would know.
0: I'd love that. It's a dream, absolute
1: dream. And uh, we're working on. We've got a few more uh, single malt releases uh, coming down, and it's a. You know, I'd love to talk more about them, but I think we'll wait till the next uh, episode to talk about that. Okay. Um, Let me pour and stop talking i think
0: now is this one that was available in the us already yes it's hard to say when you change the label i can't recall yes no
1: no it's (laughs) um the archman single malt is is a mainstay
0: this is the one i've had yes i think i told you last time uh when i was working on a show in atlanta i went to this i went to uh there was a little liquor, liquor store i would take you know those lime scooters or whatever they have here. I took with scooter because we, we, I didn't have a car, and I went, scooted my way over, and I get to the liquor store, and they ha- and I don't know why it was so cheap. They had Irishman for like twenty three dollars, and I was like, "Wow, I've had yeah." And I said, "Okay, no, I've had this before. It's nowhere close to twenty three dollars." I was like, "Is this mismarked?" And then I was like, "Okay, well, I'm just gonna take a couple of these." So I took like three <laughs> bottles, and like, oh, "Cause they God. might this has got to be mismarked." So I took three bottles. I was there for four months, and then you know eventually I needed they, to go they back. They found you and they wanted their money no. back. No, no. <laughs> eventually I needed you know more bottles because I was sharing with you know with the crew. I went back and I'm like, it's still mismarked. I don't know what's happening here, but I'll take it. <laughs> so that's all I had the whole time where, I was in Atlanta. Where, where do in Atlanta. I go? It's just <clears throat> somewhere near, kind of, sort of near the aquarium in, in Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. Yeah, I don't remember the name of the yeah. place.
1: But. Well, um, the Archman Single Malt uh, will be somewhere south of $50. Um,
0: it's got yeah. a slight bubble gum on the nose, which i would not noticed before. Or strawberry as some might think. Mm. That's kind of an inside Mm, joke with the cameraman.
1: I'm going to go with sort of wild strawberry. Yeah. Mm. Mm.
0: Like a bubblegum, wild strawberry. Oh, I just noticed the little knit man back there with the glasses. That's adorable. This this shop has so many intriguing, interesting uh, items.
1: Have you seen as well, did it, the writer's tears, the special edition? Yes,
0: I saw that. I, I have not seen a Navy. I was going to ask you about that. I have not seen a so Navy for, label so before.
1: This year is the 100 year anniversary uh, of Ulysses, the, the publishing of Ulysses. And again, sort of in support of the guys here and uh, the whole uh, Joyce in movement. We released uh, rather Sear's copper pot, you know, just in a special wrap. Uh, it was only, uh, you know, a handful of bottles. Uh, some did make their way t- uh, to the U.S., but not many. Mainly here, just like when the the first publication of of Ulysses, I think, out of the two thousand books, maybe five hundred. Uh, um, went, ended up going to the US. There's
0: 500 in this shop alone. but uh,
1: Those 500 I think were impounded and, and burnt <gasps> because it was uh, Well, was yeah, banned. I
0: heard them reading yeah. earlier. It was a little scandalous.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they were kind of like getting embarrassed when they were talking. They were like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, this is, this is just how I remember it. It's smooth. It's easy to go down. It's this
1: you know, if, if, People are ever questioning Irish. If people are ever questioning Irish single malt, you just need to pick up the Irishman single malt. It's it's a super dram, never lets you down. And for us, this is
0: oh.
1: how we start to show to show off how good Irish single malts can be. And then we take it from there into uh, different expressions.
0: I just went back to this one, and now I'm getting a coffee note on the nose. I don't know if I'm burning my hairs or something, but. <laughs> Yeah, more like it's a coffee
1: liqueur. A coffee, uh, uh, yeah, uh, what's like what's a, that a um,
0: kind of coffee liqueur? Uh, Calypso
1: coffee. Yes. Calypso coffee.
0: But it doesn't taste like that. No. It tastes like earth and no. grass and loveliness, and raw barley. Yeah. Who would have think that?
1: And this is the the, 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 gr- the very exciting piece on Irish whiskey. You know we're in the middle of a renaissance you know uh, we we at walsh whiskey are here you know 22 23 years uh, we're still in the middle of a renaissance there's so much more work for us all to do and i mean all the irish whiskey uh, distillers and companies there's so much work in broadening out the taste profile for irish whiskey for single malts for single pot stills um because for 100 years it's been sort of put in a closet yeah uh, we need to experiment and exp- and push that out and each time you see with me or some of the yeah. other Irish whiskey guys, you'll start, you know, you're on a journey. So everyone's
0: like, oh, you're going to Ireland? I said, yeah. And they said, oh, what are you going to do there? I said, I'm focusing my podcast for season two on Irish whiskey. If I had done this like four years ago, I would have been able to hit every distillery, but or maybe eight years ago. But now I can't, unless I'm here for two months, there's no way I could cover everything. Yeah. And it's fantastic. And I've seen so many different variations and everything coming out of everyone's distillery is just so good and so Irish and I'm so proud to have my heritage from here. Um, yeah. It makes me very happy.
1: Yeah, it, 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 It's phenomenal to change in, in, tw- in 22 years when we started three distilleries to now over 40 plus. Yeah. Um, it, it, it really is, it's been a, a, an amazing journey uh, and literally, you know, from, you know, almost pulling the shutters down in Irish whiskey to, you know,
0: we're back and yeah. we're, and we're it, back uh, with a vengeance.
1: And it's, but it's built on amazing foundations. You've traveled Ireland, you've seen what the other distillers are doing, you know, there's a lot of blood, sweat and tears going into it. So with and riders tears and writer's tears <laughs> a lot. So does, you know, it's, it's uh, this, the foundations are really, really solid and there's so much work to be done, so stay with us.
0: Yes. So where do you guys, um, where do you do all of your aging and your, your maturation?
1: Um, down in uh, Kilkenny. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's where- uh, We should majority. have gone there yesterday
0: yeah. <laughs> or this morning. That's where we came from, isn't This it? morning? Yeah, we came yeah. from Kilkenny this morning. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, no, it's a, it's a super city and uh, we, you know, it's only stone uh, Stonestro from Carlo, uh, so it's uh, home from home. Uh, but in with the the explosion of the the, the of, of Irish distilleries are all around the country, there's huge demand now for storage, yeah. um, and it is a pinch point. So we there's
0: heard there's a particular construction company that's like now specialising in making warehouses for for people.
1: Yeah, there's there's one company who's, uh, who's building quite a quite a few of them, and. Uh, um, yeah, I think we we unfortunately we need more now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, which is which is which is great it's it's great, but uh we need to to get a move on because um I don't have my 17-year-old here, but I I had it uh at an event last night and I was asked, you know, listen, we we really do need more and unfortunately the answer is you should have asked me 17 years exactly. ago. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so what we need to do now is more warehousing, lay down more lock it throw away the key yeah and there we go yeah
0: well bernard it's been so fantastic getting to actually meet you and see you in person without masks (laughs) and i'm so grateful that you brought us to this pharmacy sweeney's is great pj you're great thank you so much for letting us stay here and um and i can't wait to see what happens with you next year and we'll follow up again
1: the journey continues on (laughs) slaunch
0: Stay tuned for our next episode, where I visit Connor Lanann at Jack Nealon's Irish pub in the North Inner City, Dublin, where I do a pub crawl through all his Dublin bars. For more information about Walsh Whiskey, Sweeney's Pharmacy, or anything else you heard on the show, visit BarrelRoomChronicles.com for today's show notes. That does it for today's show. To read notes on this episode or learn more about our guests, please visit BarrelRoomChronicles.com. Want to interact with the show or have questions for our guests? Then ask them on our socials or send us an email through our website. Or better yet, leave us a voicemail on our website and your recording might be played in our new speakeasy segment. If you like what you've heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. If you really liked it and you want to show your support, buy us a whiskey through our Kofi site at ko ficom brc or become an exclusive member of the Barrel Room Parlor where you'll get exclusive content not seen anywhere else. If you work in the whiskey or spirits industry or just have a deep passion for whiskey and want to share your spirits journey, register to be a guest through our website. Last but not least, please enjoy your spirits responsibly. Thanks for joining me. Until next time, Solangeva. Barrel Room Chronicles is a production of First Real Entertainment and is distributed by Anchor FM and is available on Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.